Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 103 of what is currently Shall We Digress, um, also known as the 103rd week I was able to do something consecutively in a row, which I find quite impressive, but you're not here for that. You're here, I hope, to find out what I think about Men in Black. Uh, continuing our lead up to the show's second anniversary, we're celebrating films from 1997, since the way math works means that they're all 25 years old, and humans seem to focus on nice numbers on rounds and nice numbers on fives, and 25 seems to be one that we've focused on as significant um, uh, 25th anniversary is 25 years old. So, celebrating films from 1997. Um, this is the film that won the vote off uh, for what movie was going to uh, fill the gap. I had three films that I knew I was going to cover once I realized we we're leading into uh, episode 105 here. Uh, but I did put out a vote to settle the fourth film, which is currently, it's going to be the third film talked about. So don't let that confuse you. Because, you know, I made up all of this order myself and you can listen to an, an episode in any order you like. Who am I telling who? Point being uh, that Event Horizon is going to close out the series next week. Uh, and so Men in, Black, Men in Black, having beat out the other choices on the list, uh, is what will be uh, what I'll be dropping a commentary on tonight. Now, before we get into the wonderful information I'm going to give you about this film that I have uh, cribbed from Wikipedia, as all good podcasters do, uh, I, as I have with all of these other films, one of the reasons that this is more significant than probably typical is that um, I was working in a cinema and, you know, uh, exhibited all of these films that I'll be discussing. So not only did I enjoy them as a fan or a spectator or someone who likes to go to the movies themselves, um, I was there... I saw them a lot uh, because I worked in a movie theater. Um, and, you know, when you do and you have keys and it's two in the morning and you're bored, you can go to your job and watch a movie. It's pretty cool back in the day. And so Men in Black, though, uh, not only I, I just remember and, and I have a hard time putting things into the context of the of the everybody else, because to me, it feels like there was so much hype about this film that feels to me like there was so much that um, that it was just everywhere that, that that people were excited you know it's the first summer blockbuster with Will Smith after um, Independence Day uh, so Will Smith you know kind of broke out as a summer blockbuster star uh, beginning with Independence Day in 1996, uh, when that was released. Uh, and what a lot of folks don't know or remember is some of his early filmography was just fantastic. Um, and I mean, you know, it still is because, you know, Will's been acting for quite some time. Um, a lot of films early in his uh, career, though, that that folks probably didn't see um, and gosh, please go, uh, where the day takes you from 1992, um, has 
a lot of really great young actors at the time in it that um and the performances will just blow you away uh and of course if you know the if you know the the hollywood game uh here's a movie that explains why six degrees of separation where he plays an absolutely incredible character there but those were two of his early films where he did dramatic roles um and uh so seeing him do his thing on fresh prince in a comedic role um you know a lot of comedic actors are really good uh dramatic actors uh, because it takes exceptional acting and timing to pull off comedy. Uh, so it just translates uh, over to drama incredibly well. Uh, but yeah, so in the, in the theme of summer blockbuster, right before Independence Day had bad boys uh, looking back, you know, that was great. But Men in Black, then Wild Wild West uh, and a, a few more, those set the tone for Will's, um, you know, themed, summer themed blockbuster songs. I think after Wild Wild West, he probably stopped trying. Um, oh, wow. Not going to get down that road. I did enjoy it at the time. Looking back, Wild Wild West, awful film. Uh, don't know why. I did enjoy it at the time, though. I'm not going to criticize myself. All right. So back to Men in Black. Just kind of setting the stage where, you know, uh, the hype about this was, was huge. It was everywhere. It felt like it was everywhere. Uh, and as to that, when um, when you run a movie theater, of course, you're in contact with the uh, the folks who send the promotional materials. And one thing available then is what is called a 30 sheet. So three zero T-H-I-R-T-Y, 30 sheet. And if you kind of extrapolate what that sounds, 30 sheets of picture of a picture. It's a puzzle. Uh, in basically a 16 by 9 format uh, and made out of 30 16 by 9 or panels and the 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 intent for these 30 sheets is that they go up on billboards that's how big this thing is and I only knew what a 30 sheet was because the theater I worked in when Independence Day was released we had ordered a 30 sheet kind of halfway not knowing what it was. Certainly not knowing the requirements for setting one out. And my goodness, though, if we didn't find a way to jam this thing onto the hallway wall leading down to where some of the cinemas were for Independence Day. Big-ass poster. Essentially looked great. Well, the theater I was running uh, when Men in Black came out had a giant wall in the lobby that was just bare. No post, uh, well, it did have some poster cases and a door, but it was it was more than adequate to show the vast majority of the 30 sheet of these of this Men in Black. And so we essentially did a wallpaper wraparound of this billboard-sized poster for Men in Black in this lobby. Uh, fortunately, it was in Harrison, Arkansas. Uh, where I was stationed at the time as that theater's manager, but it looked fantastic. These days, of course, I'd have had it; I'd have blown up the social with it, uh, but we didn't. We didn't have that in 1997. Uh, <laughs> so, that's my personal history with it. That 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 thirty sheet looked great. We cut it around so that you know the parts that needed to fit inside the poster cases that were on the wall. We cut it around so that the door was there, but you know you could see that it, it opened, and we were very proud of ourselves. 
Um, so from the Wikipedia, I'll give you the give you the uh, the lowdown scoop, and then we'll get into uh, we'll get into going. Men in Black is a 1997 American science fiction action comedy film directed by Barry Sonnenfeld, produced by Walter F. Parks and Laurie McDonald, and written by Ed Solomon. Loosely based on the Men in Black comic book series, created by Lowell Cunningham and Sandy Carruthers, the film stars Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith as two agents of a secret organization called the Men in Black, who supervise extraterrestrial life forms on Earth and hide their existence from ordinary humans. The film featured the creature effects and makeup of Rick Baker and visual effects by Industrial Light and Magic. I really wanted to go to work for ILM when I was a youngin. I thought that was my career path. Uh, turns out it's not, but that's okay. Don't let my failed dreams diminish yours. Uh, the film was released in the United States on July 2nd, 1997 by Columbia Pictures, grossing over 500 $89.3 million worldwide against a $90 million budget. Folks, that's what we call a hit. Uh, no matter how you slice those numbers, they rule. Becoming the year's third highest grossing film, it received positive reviews with critics praising its script, set pieces, and the performance of Jones and Smith. Hmm. The film received three Academy Award nominations, Best Art Direction, Best Original Score, Best Makeup, and winning the later most award. Give you a quick, quick uh, lead into the plot, and then we'll agree to press play, shall we? All right. At the Mexico-United States border, two men in black suits, Agent K and Agent D, interrupt a border patrol sting. They take one of the men attempting to cross the border, who is actually an extraterrestrial in disguise. K is forced to shoot it when it tries to attack a presumptuous border patrol agent. As D believes to be rather weakened by the years, uh, he decides to it's time to retire. All right, so that starts us off for the Men in Black. Uh, as always, I have, I am using Men in Black from the uh, Apple TV slash iTunes store. Um, I'll give you a cue along the way as to kind of what I see so you can see, kind of line up your viewing with mine. But with that, here we go in pressing play in three, two, one. Oh, good old lady Columbia. A little bit of that Danny Elfman score coming in already. Oh, yeah. Man, late 80s through the mid-90s, Danny Elfman, still great. And my friend's favorite band, Oingo Boingo. But um, took notice of Danny Elfman, of course. Some folks didn't pay attention until, oh, what's that called? Beetlejuice. But the rest of us were paying attention back at during Pee Wee's Big Adventure Days. Um, if you are a fan of Sonnenfeld, uh, this is a very Sonnenfeld opening, right? Um, and a lot of fun. Hey, it's Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones had a interesting year in 1997, also playing Two-Face in uh, that Batman movie. The one with Two-Face. Not that one, the other one. Dun, 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 dun. That's a little bug. Still looks good. Uh, you know, there's a lot. Linda Fiorentino. Man, what happened to her? Vincent D. Um, Vinny D playing uh, Kingpin these days. Rip Torn. Rest in peace. Badats. Uh, no, 
leaving Vinny D out of the list of notable actors, uh, Tony Shalhoub, um, in the Wikipedia entry, a big faux pas, big faux pas. Um, I, you know, back then though, uh, Vinny wasn't, Vincent wasn't known for a whole lot, uh, but my God, what a breakout performance he pulls off in this, um, as the bug, just so freaking great. Man, the music is great. Uh, I listen to these while wearing AirPods um, with spatial audio on, so I get I get a cool cinematic experience, even outside the cinema. Oh, hello, moon. Hello, moon. Um, and. Oh, nope, not what you think. Ha ha. Because you totally thought the bug was going to eat his own. Hey, so as we watch this, what's the... We think it is the last thing goes through a bug's mind as it hits a windshield. Hmm? Think about it. It's the last thing that goes through a bug's mind as it hits a windshield. Give you a moment. Dun 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 dun. Oh yeah. What is the last thing that goes through a bug's mind as it hits a windshield? It's ass. Is that foreshadowing? I think that's foreshadowing. Goddamn bugs. Now, Leading up to this commentary, I, I thought about this, the, the way this opens, um, because it is essentially a long form illegal alien joke, right? Um, but after watching it the other night, like, and this is one of the things that I try to watch ahead for to kind of reframe what, what I remember versus what I think versus how it plays today. Yeah. So what I, what I did take away from this and keeping it from being insensitive is they play the border patrol to be absolute farcical idiots. And uh, let's be honest, the idea of border patrol, kind of a farcical idiot thing to do, right? See the fact that they're playing him to be a complete ass, um, everyone, look, thanks. See, Chimpy chomping on his. Oh, and here we go. Who are these fellas? Tommy Lee Jones is just so understated. Yeah. INS, for those uh, not in the know, is Immigration and Naturalization Services which is what we used to refer to before they became the terroristic Nazi organization known as ICE. See? Tommy's not here to scare him. He's telling him everything's going to be fine. You know, everybody's here to get some work. Mm. I love this. <laughs> What's funny is watching this with captions on and also because uh, they're translating and it's in captions. So I see it twice. Mm. 
You have no idea who you're dealing with. <laughs> I love it. What happens here is we as the audience know enough about what's going on just based on the premise of the movie, but they're still leading us in. We're all learning a little bit together. Maybe you showed up to the movie and you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. I understand that we have to have our call to adventure. We have to get things going. But I can't imagine that he wouldn't be better prepared, Mikey, that is, as far as, uh, you know. With some better, uh, better chit chatting in the head there. Figured it'd be a better. Um, it's like creepy damn maquette though, too, isn't it? Yeah. All your arms and all your flippers. Oh, pick the wrong day. I do like that though. Well, that's. My question is, would D's gun have been non-lethal? Or would a very similar thing have happened? Um, I don't understand. Other than, other than to set up that D is aged and... Yeah, was... <laughs> I love this. What I, what I'll ask now is were those boys uh already on the way waiting in case something bad happened? Just expecting to have to do a cleanup? I mean, you can expect they were And another thing, you know, just the general babble without explanation. They're just using technical jargon to make it sound technical and official. They don't care what, you know, a splay fire with holes is. We are the men in black. Oh. <laughs> He says it like he's not part of it. Exactly. I'm opening a soda. It's actually a Coca-Cola brand soda, not a sponsor. But even though I'm Southern, I know that every damn thing that fizzes ain't fucking a Coke, okay? But this is, this is a Coke that I'm having. But not every fizzy drink is fucking Coca-Cola. Well, anyway, I'm having a pop. <laughs> so. Um, this line coming up is one of the most depressing lines 
in all scripts. Oh. It's right here. Oh, no, you won't. God. So much sadness wrapped up in that one line. And no one probably thinks about it that much. You know, that man's entire career boiled down to that moment. And he got tired one night and went home to a completely other life than the one he had done for the last 50 years. 40 years, I guess, at this point. Oh, but anyway, here comes Will. You know, doing his best Will Smith impersonation of Will Smith. That's fucking funny. It'll always be funny. Always be funny. Um, now this is this is prime prime Will Smith though. Just, I mean, he still looks great. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> with with me if you're like but the knock your punk ass down that's a k and not an n but uh, nypd that's funny anyway um we get a lot of shortcut storytelling here uh well i guess it's not shortcut storytelling it's good use of visual storytelling because we learn so much about the character uh, of Jay, uh, and what it is to have already, we know what it is to have aliens on earth that, you know, we're asking the question, why don't we ever see these things? How come no one talks about it? They're, they're answering all of that for us. You know, I gotta say, <coughs> The effects on those gunshots actually sound like real gunfire instead of movie gunfire. That's new. Um, and true the uh, to the uh, the fact that we're seeing basically you know Mr. Parkour here and <laughs> so great. Yeah, who's coming? Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Yeah, don't want to worry about it, huh? Uh. <laughs> Edgar, oh my gosh. Jeez. Oh, what an asshole. I have a feeling that something coming in at that velocity would do just a little more damage. 
But I get what we're doing here. Hey, it's Kingpin. A much smaller in stature, Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, Beatrice, poor Beatrice. He's so mean. She ain't even that, you know, rude, Edgar. Rude, okay? It's your wife, man. Poor Beatrice. Your proposal is acceptable. <laughs> Great use of the Wilhelm scream there. Oh, oh, I didn't, oh. I hadn't heard before the sound of, there's actually the sound of a seam rip as he goes to put Ecker flesh suit on. <laughs> and, oh, I don't know how much prosthetic he's wearing, but the way he moves after he's, a bug suit is this is acting people. Okay. Look, this kind of physicality. See, he just, he looks like he's uncomfortable his own. And I don't know if he's wearing a prosthetic or if it's, I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, just imagine he drank that on set. Oh, this is great. So great. Oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> oh, the poor cow, though. You know, she saw it all. Impressive that the uh, that spaceship survived, though. Um, <clears throat> what, do, what do I know about space travel, obviously? Uh, you know, real quick, I mean, humans used to have a third eyelid. It's still there, um, completely ineffectual, but it's the little it's the little divot thingies in the corners of your eyes are your old eyelids that no longer work. Um, we used to have them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> They're going to throw down. <laughs> All right. Oh, Linda Fiorentino. I love it. My dentist, uh, her name is Dr. Weaver. 
And she just kind of wonders why she's uh, at the police station, I guess, now. <laughs> Excuse me while I cough. <clears throat> See? <laughs> I love it because he probably went in there and neuralized the uh, <coughs> the other two guys and was like, he did a great job. Um, I'm just speculating, but I, that, I, I, I imagine that's what happened. <laughs> Still a little dismissive, you know, considering you, uh, I mean, considering what he just saw, he's still, you know, a little dis. This is some great, some great dialogue. I'm going to go put my thing down. I just love it. Tony Shaloub. Uh-oh. <coughs> mm -mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is so hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. There's <laughs> a lot of language in this for PG-13. Classic Will. Still part of the game. I love it. <laughs> yep. Seen a little more than you expected, didn't you there, Big Daddy? <clears throat> Mm 
Oh, Jesus. See? So good. I have some I have some thoughts about the neuralizer um as a joke. I always thought and I was I was always thinking like mid credit and post credit surprises way before MCU was tricking us into staying to the end of every damn movie made since 2008. But I always thought it would be great if what we called the blue band. So at the very very end of a movie uh, what comes up, the very last thing that comes up before the tail of the film runs through, or, you know, when it was physical film, is the blue band, and it would just basically list the uh, rating um, in, you know, the MPAA rating, in, uh, or it's just the MPA now, um, in the, uh, it would list that in the white, just like your regular to see, and then uh, be blue. But I always thought right before that came up, it'd be great if uh, Jay was there with a neuralizer and zapped the audience so you had to come back and watch the movie again. But, you know, what do I know? Yeah. This is great. I mean, Ponscum relevant since we crawled out of the oceans honestly <laughs> oh oh so awful that would be a real terrible way to i mean how awful oh see i guess the door's coming open there i don't know but it does i'd love i so great. Just going to shove it in there. This is a real place, but you can't go inside. I, and I don't think that it looks like this on the inside, but I, I could be wrong. Yep. I don't think the elevator is there. Uh, that would be weird. But you know, so is the Brooklyn Tunnel Authority. Man, the double doors, uh, like, you know, doors on each side of the elevator, always weirds me out. They're going way down. <laughs> um, Rip is good in this. I like him a lot. As Z, Zed, going with the, going with the everybody but America pronunciation of the letter Z. Best of the best of the best, sir. Now, if you've been paying attention up to this point, I just love it. I love it. Because if you've been... If you've been paying attention up to this point, you uh, know immediately that Will's the only candidate in the room. 
uh, Jay is the only one being seriously considered uh, because these other guys are way too uptight for this job. Get them on down to Border Patrol where they're going to be schmucks. Um, and, and everything about the scenario is meant to make these people uncomfortable um, from the fact that they these chairs are impossible. Right? They're not comfortable if you just want to sit in one for sitting in one's sake. And I think where we win here is these guys continue to force an impossible situation. Um, will Jay here... But he decides he knows a better answer. You're looking for the creativity, right? <laughs> he just gets up and goes to his table, you know? <laughs> oh, sorry. Real quick, that is in my complete ears right now. Sorry. Whew. That was a lot. Um, yeah, it's creativity. And he, he, he offers to help. Look, none of the rest of them were there to work as a team. Love it. He's <laughs> just working out, man. See? Treadmill. His default, that's why he's a good runner. <laughs> These days, it reminds me of uh, Ryan George on pitch meeting. I'm going to need you to get all the way off my back about that. Just classic stuff. Nah, classic. See? Yeah. I do recommend listening to or, you know, using headphones while you listen to a movie that you've seen a thousand times, perhaps, because if you're like me, you'll catch up on so much of the sound design and uh, you just can't hear it otherwise. Yeah. Design of the... Uh, 
MIB building too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I guess uh, back then they wouldn't have had the neuralizer, so they kind of had to let K stick around, huh? Yeah. Rude. I still think he's a little too resistant. Ah, oh, the worms. <laughs> I think that's a lot of practical puppet work too. Love it. Oh, the Twin Towers. You know, there was a time when they considered like going back and scrubbing those out for trauma reasons out of media. And I'm just like, they existed and now they don't and that's part of our history um god tell it Kay. yeah you know the flat earth premise is not as prevalent from the past as everyone wants you to make want you to believe it was. We were pretty sure the earth was round back in ancient Greece. Uh, but, you know, we learn and forget so many things over time. <clears throat> so, you know, obviously these, these things are spoilers. There you go. You know, give it, if I were in Jay's position, it would be an easy yes. Um, I couldn't give up what I've got now to go be an MIB, but from where Jay is, oh yeah, easy enough. <clears throat> sure enough. I love the idea that he sat there the entire night, literally waited there until sunrise. There you go. Here comes Edgar, man. 
He just hacks it in, you know. He jammed his spaceship into the back of the... Uh, you know, it fits slant-wise. Oh, and the lightning beam lines up with the angle of the, the super ship there. So here we go. Yeah. Why would K already be in the elevator, but also... I love it. Oh, yes. Champ, ace, chief. Yep. Again, the design, set design, uh, I love it. Uh, so some things that are for style over substance or form over function when it comes to set design, like a two-person elevator down. Is that Mr. Loam from Star Trek? Honestly, I, I should look up as to whether or not that's the same actor, but uh, he's cool. Yeah, I don't think I'd be. He's grumpy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Liposuction. You've really got to to check some of these out with captions on. For myself, at least, there's so many things. What is this? A head shop? Everything looks like a bong. Um, English language, of course. Um, Uh, you know, played for laughs, but being real, that would be in a much safer place. I'm pretty sure this was probably a lot of ad lib. And we got the, uh, it's like a ball glove. <laughs> Zed pays no attention. <laughs> and these guys here. Yeah. Uh, the joke that Michael Jackson was an alien. I mean, easy to believe. Uh, Newt Gingrich, bad joke. He was, he's been a bad joke. Uh, this is hilarious. That's Spielberg up there. That's funny. <laughs> See? The last suit you'll ever wear. Was that Steve Harvey one back there? 
so the question is, are there only 26 agents or are there subsets of, you know, man, the internet is forever unless you're with the MIB. This would hurt like crazy hell, by the way, y'all. Just absolute crazy hell. Um, and they're, uh, biologically, they're your friction ridges and, uh, not your fingerprints. Uh, but the, uh, response when you're in water isn't getting quote unquote soggy. Um, it's your skin loosening so as to make larger friction ridges to improve your grip underwater. Um, I mean, since we came from the water. But another interesting fact about the people, the humans, still a great line, um, we don't feel the sensation of wetness. Humans can't feel wet. What we feel is the temperature change as the water evaporates off our skin, but that itself is not the sensation of wet. Um, so yeah, we're waterproof. Just don't drink the water in the ocean. Though I, uh, God, Edgar's so great. I just, I don't know how Vincent pulled it off. It's such a great performance. You, I mean, you really get the sense of someone wearing something they don't know how to move in. It's so good. <laughs> I'm sorry to keep saying that, but I've, I mean, Edgar has always probably been my favorite part of this movie. Yeah. Anybody there you need? Uh-oh, yeah. <laughs> well. Uh-oh. Well, what I love is that, you know, they've obviously got all this advanced track, advanced tracking technology, and then you, you know, it takes them this far along to see the dude's gotten out of the, oh, he's funny. Um, anyway. I love this car. <laughs> classic setup Chekhov's red button you know uh, spoiler alert later you have to touch the red button that is how everything works in movies like this don't do the thing until you have to do the thing you know you don't cross the streams until crossing the streams is the answer but when someone asks you if you are a god, you say, yes, Ray. Anyway, don't cross the streams until you cross the streams. Don't push the button until you push the button. 
Someone look online and tell me. This is Mr. Loam. It's Mr. Loam. I'm sure it is. I'm going to look it up. Mostly because I want to make sure I'm getting his name right. But, uh... Mm. Well, maybe not. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of, uh... There's a lot of people out there that... Yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh. I don't think he gets... Yeah, I don't think he gets uh, credited in this. Yeah, Siobhan, huh? Nice. Oh, oh funny. All right, well, let me go ahead and see. Ugh. Suck. Let's see. <laughs> oh, kitty, kitty. Yeah. So why oh like so why is he stuck on the turnpike? There's not a lot of traffic. Not a lot of traffic. Yeah. Oh, you can see those. Yeah. Uh let's see. Uh Diana. Mr. Home. Okay. Carol Shriken. There we go. It's a Dutch actor. He played Lurch. He's still with us at the age of 73. Uh... Let's see. Yeah, that's him. Well, there you go. <laughs> I love what's happening. Look, is this Kit Fisto? Look, he looks like a baby Kit Fisto. Oh, yeah, he's a Jedi. He's, now he's going to throw up on him. This, uh... It's a squid. This really happens in real life. There's, uh, I was playing with my sister, uh, my baby sister, when uh, she was not very old. Yep, little gross. Anyway, same thing happened, only I was holding her up above my face, and uh, she threw up on me. But yeah, I was warned, and it happened. Um, yeah, okay, well, same person, Mr. Home.
not Mr. Loam, but that is uh, Loxana Troy's valet. And uh, there you go. So just backing up real quick, uh, wondering, <laughs> wondering why the uh, folk are risking a arrest out of town to get their family and kids away. Found. There you go. I love it. <laughs> Poor Beatrice. And the fact that Jay decides that, you know, if we're neuralizing people, we should at least give them some happy, happy memories. A little too on point there. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that line cracks me up every damn time. So thanks, y'all, for allowing myself to indulge myself. Yep. Aww. Uh, whatever is wrong with the drink, he did not like that. Something wearing egg or like a suit. <laughs> oh, rude, but yeah. sugar rude Yep. Rude. There you go. There you go. I love it. I love it. Beatrice has played so well. Uh, I, I have to look up, see where else that actor has been in. Um, I love the name Savon. Um, it's just one of my, it is one of my favorite names. Um, uh, and it is 100% because of how it's said, how it's spoken versus how it's spelled just is one of my favorite favorite things of language it really is it's a beautiful irish name and uh i actually knew this lovely person 
uh, in college named Siobhan. And um, I, I got to say, almost 100%, every Siobhan I've known or seen is, is redheaded. Um, and uh, I was given... I was given the gene for the weakness. Turns out there's a lot of Irish and Scottish, so that makes sense. That destined to be a, you're, uh, unreasonably attracted to redheads and kitties. Love me some kitty kitties. Uh, they totally dropped the ball on Linda Florentino and the sequel, though. Um, you know, they set it up in the end. And I don't know why they didn't follow through, but it is what it is. Ah, <clears throat> uh, fucking rude joke, man. Right? Um, yeah. I can't remember what else she was in around the same time, but she had a she had a pretty pretty strong run there when the Fiorentino did, and uh, well, she was on my radar. But everyone was, you know, pretty much. Anyone in a movie was on my radar in 1997 because that was literally my job. Um, was knowing what movies were coming up. I read all the trade publications. <laughs> I still remember once upon a time there was serious talk about a Beetle Bailey movie around this time of all things. Um, uh oh. See, the funny thing is, as the audience, we know she's already been exposed to the alien. Truth, who knows how many times, as Jay points out to Kay later. Uh-huh. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> so, both times he's made up... Uh, Names he's used an M word, not a complicated, but definitely a more interesting word, and he's given Will both Mr. Black and Mr. White. So there you go. The morgue, baby. Mm hmm. This one's even stranger. <laughs> Okie dokie. It's one of my favorite things to say. Okie dokie, buddy. There's a little, oh, there's a lot of stuff. Oh, kitty, kitty. <laughs> it's because you've been neuralized. 
See? They've both been neuralized since they met. But see, she's smart. She's onto it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> she is about to seduce him to the slab, man. She's a freaky deaky. No kink shaming on the promenade. Yeah, seeing Queen of the Dead thing. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what is it? Oh, well, it's Touch ID. So the question is, how did the, uh, how did uh, the thing kill him? Uh, maybe it just killed the uh, war. Oh. Oh, no. Poor little alien guy. He's super cute. He's like a like a little baboo freak, you know? Tiny little. Oh, poor kitty kitty. Sucker for a cat though. Well, we all know. Uh oh. Ah, oh, no. That so rude. The timing there is great. Oh, geez. Uh, that just tells you how many times he's. Did they close that guy back up? I don't think they closed that guy back up. Uh huh. <laughs> I ain't playing with you, Kay. 
That not the pairing that you would anticipate to work as well as these guys do. There it is. There you go. Jay, improving the world. I gotta imagine he hurt himself doing this. Jeez, little freaking wheeze. He's not able to, uh-oh. They get it open. And it's just diamonds. That guy was a jeweler. There we go. <laughs> the over PA chatters, great stuff, great stuff. Oh, we learned a little about Kay's backstory. <laughs> 37 hour day sounds productive I don't know if I could do another 13 hours every day though that's a uh, but if I get sleep 13 hours of sleep and 24 hours of productivity freaking A well actually I'm pretty sure one of the lights in Orion's belt is actually some galaxies, but they're not more. There are more than one star, Zed. We knew that in 1997. What I will say, though, oh, there's his former lovey love. What I will say, though, is that uh, y'all, we were able to take a picture of the black hole at the center of the Milky Way galaxy. Think about that for a minute. Sagittarius A. It's uh, what holds us all together. And, uh, you know, when I was a youngin, it was all speculation um, that, that that's how it worked. I mean, we didn't even have real confirmation that black holes exist. And now we live in a world where we have a picture of it. Just, uh, it's really great. It's really great. Yeah. Mm. And like Casey even talking about a little. Mm. Mm. See, that's chat earlier. If it's strong enough, if you're strong enough. Yep. limb set. I wonder what that's about.
Uh-oh. Oh yeah, here we go. Dun, 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 dun. It's a great soundtrack, score, however you want to call it. Jump, jump, jump. I love the noisy cricket. Little I love it. <laughs> oh, I, I I will comment every time on this performance. Um, just look, the physicality of it is more than it's all the performance. And we know from Vinny D being, uh, being Kingpin that he's got the choppity chops. Uh-oh. There it is. I mean, we all know we have a picture of ourselves with our cat, so this is all completely plausible. I like the tow truck guy. It reminds me of my friend Kevin. Yep. Uh, yeah. Please. The difference is Edgar's going to, you know, eat that guy. Yep. There you go. Uh-oh. Oof. Sweet. <laughs> Is there any way to deal with that recoil, though? And here we call back to, you know, oof. J oh, jeez. Jay being a uh, good runner. There you go. There you go. Here come the here come the the Houston. I love it. <laughs> of course. 
deliver the galaxy. Uh huh. Oh, now he sees the. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'll tell you one thing they don't tell you to watch out for as you get older is chipping your teeth. So many neuralizes. There you go. Boink. That's like Riff Raff. Looks like the guy who played Riff Raff from, you know, Rocky Horror Picture Show. He's also the guy that wrote it. But that's really not him. Pogs. Shout out to uh, Soji, the best pug I know on the internet. Pet of uh, Joseph Joe Malazzi on. Uh, I really hope that's, uh, you know, don't shake it. Don't ever shake an animal like that. Surely that's not a real pug that they shook like that. Definitely one of the uncomfortable moments. You don't shake an animal like that. Sorry. Especially a little pug. I don't know. So... Like baby Leia. Um, no. Uh, thinking about this, the, the you know, I've always kind of thought of the concept of how existence is relative, right? Um, and that's kind of one of the things that this movie sells in the end is that, you know, the fact that that galaxy fits into um, a marble and then our, you know, zoom out and our galaxy is a shooter marble uh, in someone else's game. I think about that in relative, relative to... Experiments we do say like the Large Hadron Collider where we've smashed these particles together so fast that they've literally made particles we only theorized existed and they blip in and out of, you know, detectability so quickly um, that it's, oh, check that out, that it's um, almost imperceptible, but we've perceived it. And so I think along the terms of in those moments time being relative and the fact that, I mean, think about the fact that, you know, your dreams, you experience your dreams in this played out feels like real time, but they happen in, you know, near instant inside. Um, but relative to that, what if we are merely someone else's particle blip on a large Hadron Collider, right? Um, and that's the Big Bang, as it were, someone else smashing particles together that create our universe. David Cross? 
Ah. Uh-oh. And uh, the degradation of Edgar as the as it progresses is with some really good makeup effects. The uh, dialogue, it means worlds to me, you know, it's a galaxy. Oof. That. Oh, so many bugs. Uh-oh, here comes the bug spray. I don't think that's going to go well for that character at all. The only way to really parallel park, y'all. <laughs> Jack Webb, Dragnet, just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts, ma'am. Ooh, Rudy Rude. Uh-oh. So I'm pretty sure he's wearing some sort of uh, application inside his jaw there. You know, like you'd stuff your stuff some cotton in there for uh, probably an applique. There you go. Gives himself a good name. Also from the, uh, from the uh, dragnet. Did some dragnet. Oh, see, she's still coming on to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, Jay. Okay, so we just got some regular old, uh, you know, pine boxes hanging, hanging back there. <laughs> oh, Will. Yeah. All of a sudden, we have K smoking. Just to sell this, we haven't seen any indication that he smokes before. No. Yep, here we go. Oh, Jesus. Yep. <laughs> so, I love it. Yeah, he thinks bugs are better. Ah, who knows, whatever. I love it. I love it. 
Mm. So, okay. So when the gun, okay. Speaking to the sound design, when you see the noisy cricket on screen, I'm going to verify this here in a second, but there's a uh, crickety sound in the uh, sound design. Yes. No. No, thanks, Edgar. Ugh. <laughs> I love how everyone becomes an expert driver. Do, 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 do. There's a lot of oingo boingo sound the more you can hear um, the music going on. Yep. When he has it ready to shoot, it makes a little chirpy toy, a little chirpy sound. Very good attention to detail. Love it. There we go. He gets in the back. Oh, I got it. Okay. Here we go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That was like a warning shot. Uh. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Are they they're like the Canadians of the galaxy? <laughs> like the Canadians of the galaxy. That's, you know, that's how it's going to be like when Canada invades the U.S. Sorry. We just don't trust you anymore. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> so, and when they came in, you know, the murals are on the wall and you're like, why would anyone even paint that on the wall? And there you go. That's why it's. Chekhov's mural. It's easier to use that as a generic than, you know, folks who say, uh, Deus Machina or Deus Ex Machina for every damn thing that's not. And then there's the people who don't recognize Deus Ex Machina when that's what it freaking is. Like that guy on Twitter who kept telling me, that's not it. And never offering a counterexample to what would be. All right, here we go. Pay attention. Oh, yeah. I, I love the transformation. It's so, you know, hyper pursuit mode kit. Sweet. 
and then we get some we get some I love it eight track you know listen to a little more a little more Elvis look at that car dude it's so great you <laughs> We just went home. <laughs> Listen to the lyrics they played. They lined up great with the uh, action on screen, you know? They lined up great. It's perfect. <laughs> there are, Linda. There are those... Building of them. <laughs> Ouch. God, then then the degradation in the anchor suit just keeps getting better. So yeah. I mean, I'd be willing to believe that the um the towers there at the uh <laughs> The towers there at the uh, World's Fair grounds would be actually spaceships. Bugs check in, but they don't check out. That's uh, the motel, you know, the Roach Motel. I love it. It's a terrible countdown. It's easy to kind of forget, like, uh, the time on this because, you know, at MIB headquarters, they're simulating daylight. Um, and then, but it's night. Oh, wow. Yeah. He actually got pretty far off. Forget we got to shoot that thing down. Very E.T. moment there. As far as the visual design. All right. Who, who's playing here? Is this the Mets? Yeah. Typical Mets. That would that looked like that hit right on the button on the top of the cap. And if man, if you're a ball cap wearer, you know. And here it goes. Two different kinds of weapons and a very similar volley from each. Save on, you know, effects design, as it were. Good, good miniature work. Excellent miniature work. A little, a little bit of edging on the the uh, matting there. Not bad though. Not bad. Good thing the wh where it sells it uh, is in. They kept the foreground out of focus and kept the the big stuff happening in the background in focus. There, uh, and that fools your eye into 
not seeing the edges as badly. Plus, they do, you know, being shot on film and not to tell anyone they're wrong about how cinema should be made, but there are folks who are wrong about. If you don't add noise and grain to uh, your modern storytelling media, you just shoot in pure crystal clear digital Newsflash, man, humans don't see the world in crystal clarity. Uh, there's noise in the world. There's light refraction. There's grain to the way you see the world. Um, and when that's absent, because you wanted the purity of shot, it looks unnatural. Uh, and so the way they chose to shoot that, knowing, you know, that's what cinematographers did back in the day. They knew... What you were going, what they were going to be shooting, the lighting, the measurements—they did all of that, and picked the right film for the job, and that's how they got, you know, pre, pre nonlinear editing uh, and pre color grading. They had to do those signs of things to have color grading and proper, you know, uh, stuff like that. And, and, and in these days, when they just shoot a full digital clear picture. It, it just doesn't look the same. I love this part. That's a big, you know, a big uh, trust, a moment of trust there that uh, you're not going to be masticated Ugh, poor Jay. <laughs> Classic comedic will. Just over talking. Well. Nope. What's what's crazy is how long it's taken Kay to get uh to get the business done. Oh, he is like a roach though, huh? Poor Edgar. Oof. Oh, yeah, this is great. This is great. Remember, yes, well, we get the, get the babies out of the uh, dumpster here. I love it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. The crossover between this and Starship Troopers, you know? That y'all look alike line, Jesus will. 
Uhum. Won't be nothing. <laughs> His effects of a uh oh. Derg. <laughs> oh. Oh, gross. I don't know. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> and there it is. Oof. 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 <laughs> Get on the phone. Ah, oof. Uh, uh, uh. uh oh. The Jeez. More goo. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I got cleaned up real quick. Yeah, don't ever neuralize yourself. <laughs> I can relate, Kay. Wouldn't want to keep that one either. Ugh. No, you won't. There you go. <laughs> I 
You gotta love it. And then there you go. Oh, it's so sweet though. Well, I mean, super unbelievable, but sweet. I mean, but it's a movie, right? That's why we watch them. They upgraded the suit. You know? See? There you go. See? Funny, right? Oh, Rodman. So in the, that there he is uh, still driving old and busted. We don't get new hotness till the next one. Um, Men in Black Two, eh, not bad. Didn't like Men in Black Three really, and I haven't seen the other one. Uh, but I can watch it now because I bought the bundle. Uh, but what a great pan out! I appreciate you guys indulging me, listening, taking the time to um, hopefully watch along and appreciate a great movie. Um, I mean, now these are totally 1997 video game graphics, not anything you would use as special effects. I don't think they were intended to look any kind of real. I mean, come on. We're, we're, I'm, we're going through the song. Give me my bees. This is one of the uh, best parts about running this was being able to listen to this song a lot. Remember that. And make contact. You did not see. <laughs> Maybe it's on. Extraterrestrial violence. fingerprints. Know where the MIB is at. Love it. I don't know if we would ever get get a soundtrack like this again these days. That isn't something to do with a Disney movie. Uh, just tying a tying a hit song to a film just isn't something that happens these days that I'm aware of. But you know, I'm admittedly disconnected from anything that isn't. That isn't connected to Star Trek or Star Wars right now. <laughs> I do like that line. Arista, nearest, nearest, fearless. Men in black. Classic will, uh, eh, mm, ah. It's no shaman, but you know. It's 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 uh, trademark stuff. Trademark stuff. Just bounce with me. Slide with me. Just slide with me. Just slide with me. <laughs> it's just nonsense lyrics. At this point. It's all. This is all for the video. All for the video. But it's, you know, I, I, I do like having songs like this over the credits. It's just a lot more fun than uh, some of the stuff we get today. Um, nothing against the uh, scores that go over most. Uh... Mm -hmm. 
mm, mm, mm. They go over most uh, credits these days. The places that you need not be. Men in black. I mean, the lyrics are so basic, y'all. So basic. So basic. Doing their job, though. Doing their job. Oh, good. All right. Well, friends... Again, thanks so much for your attention, indulgence, and I hope you enjoyed yet another uh, commentary track from one of my favorite movies from 1997, celebrating the 25th anniversary of Men in Black. Stay tuned. Come back. Put your ears on for next week where we will do Event Horizon. And just a heads up, the week following that is going to be the second anniversary episode for the uh, for the show. So looking forward to sharing Dan Morin again with you on that and um, catching up with him and talking about uh, the Rocketeer on that show. Uh, again, if you're interested in getting into the early release uh, stuff that we do have, um, you can be a patron at patreon.com slash dandecker, wherein a dollar a month gets you access to everything a little bit earlier than the regular crowd. And with that, I want to say again, thank you and close it down with a good night from the Toadsuck Studio. <laughs>